This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by movie theaters. Lighting up one wall at a time. Sometimes. It's Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Chris, you got me with that little... (laughs) Got me with that little laugh. (laughs) I'm Aaron, and this is my great co-host, Chris. Hello, it's me, Chris. Hey, Chris, and thanks for writing another great intro for us there. We'd like to welcome you back to another great day. One of the fastest growing parenting and family podcasts in the market right now. Oh, also, Chris... I think this might be kind of a fun time for us to, uh, we didn't rehearse this. I think this might be kind of a fun time for us to give a quick shout out to our listening audience. What do you think? Uh, Hello. Ah, I see. You're doing great. Bonsoir. Uh, Bonjour. (laughs) Bonsoir. Oh, that's that's the evening, isn't it? Good Uh, evening. Kalikimaka. (laughs) No, no, no. Bonsoir is, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know either. But I can tell you what we've got listeners, and I'm going to list these off. We've got listeners from the United States, Germany. As you as you do it, I'll say the hello for them. Okay. Okay. Here we go. United States. Hello. Germany. Hello. There you go. United (laughs) Kingdom. Hello. (laughs) Italy. (laughs) Uh, They say ciao. Is that? I don't know. Ciao? Uh, no, nope. I don't I think bon, they're just bon I don't know. Bon dia is uh, Portugal. Oh, no. I've already... I'm sorry. It's okay. France. Bonjour. Nice. Ireland. Oh, Irish. Oh, dear. Uh, 33 and a third is the number 33 and a third. <laughs> uh, South Africa. Oh, uh, I... I was told once the difference in English accents, but I've forgotten it. I'm sorry, South Africa. You'll have to okay. call in and uh, leave a voicemail mail and, and say, welcome to another great day in, yes. in, with your accent so we can hear how it sounds. Please actually do that. That would be so much fun. Um, Canada, speaking of yesterday's episode, Canada, the Red Seas, and the Maple yeah. Flag. I think they say, hey-lo, hey-lo. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm sorry, Canada. Hello, and Australia. El- hello, mate. I, I, How's it? I've <laughs> never been trained on voices. <laughs> well, I think, guys, give a round of applause to Chris. I think he did a great job on the spot, completely unrehearsed, to give a, a shout out to our listening audience. So thank you all to our world worldwide audience. Awesome. Yeah, we're glad you're listening. Amen to that. And please share it with your friends because if you're enjoying it, I bet they'll enjoy it too. Plus, we'll send you a coupon for a free high five, a virtual one. All right. This week, we've been playing a game and now it's time for it to begin. Let's hear it for the lightning round of three random questions. The game show we invented create more discussions. All right. Here we go, Chris. Chris is not prepared for this. He did not read ahead. So this let's hear what his questions, I mean, what his answers will be. Question one. Would you rather have a beard or a ponytail? Ooh. No hair. Okay. No wrong answers, folks. <laughs> Question number two. Would you rather be half horse or half chicken? Oh, oh no. <laughs> A horse, I guess. (laughs) And question number three. What's one nice thing you could tell someone today? Uh, Hello, 
you you look uh, nice to see you. Uh, thank you, you for holding nice the door. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for holding the Hold door. Thank, thank you. Hello and thank you. And That's- that concludes our highly successful professional and rehearsed game show. The lightning round of three oh random questions. <laughs> Guys, let's hear it for Chris. Chris has rolled with the punches on this podcast better than most people. So thank you, Chris. Thank you. Well done. Well done. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed that little game there. And and speaking of games and all games have to come to an end, just like this story will soon come to an end. Let's head over to this day in history. Ready? All right. Here we go. On this day in 1923, Archaeologists opened the tomb of King Tut. That's right, Chris. In Thebes, Egypt, English archaeologist Howard Carter enters the sealed burial chamber of the ancient Egyptian ruler King Tutankhamun. That's a fun word to say. Come on, let's say it all together, kids. One, two, three. Tutankhamun. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's pretty fun to say. Or Tutankhamun. I don't know. I'm going to go with Tutankhamun. There you go. You know, it's like, you know, anyways, do you want to know Actually, what was inside? I guess, I guess we'll never know because we weren't there unless no. we speak Egyptian. Maybe they say it similar to, I don't know. Maybe if it's, there's somebody in Egypt who knows Egyptian, send us a thing and tell it to us correctly because we <laughs> can't right. pronounce words. <laughs> yes. Along with all the other folks. Yep. Who knows? In Egypt, King Tutankhamun could be translated to King Brian. We don't know. So King we'd Brian. like to know. Uh, Chris, do you want to know what was inside the the tomb? Are you curious? Inside of a tomb, like like the like the pyramids and tombs and stuff, and mummies, yeah. and was it a mummy? Yeah. Was a mummy um, inside? Well, let's open the crypt door and find out. Inside lay a sarcophagus with three coffins nestled inside one another. So think Russian nesting dolls, but coffins instead. One coffin, okay. you open it up, there's another coffin inside, and then another coffin inside. And that last coffin, which was made of solid gold, which always reminds me of Robin Hood, the Disney one, solid gold hubcaps. I love that quote so much. <laughs> <laughs> Contain the mummified body. So yes, a mummy, a mummy! of King Tut. Yep. And among the riches found in the tomb were golden shrines, jewelry, statues, a chariot, weapons, clothing. And of course, the perfectly preserved mummy was the most valuable um, as it was the first one ever to be discovered. And you want to know one more like spooky fun fact about the, the, the tomb and the pyramid and all that. <laughs> So despite rumors that a curse would befall anyone who disturbed the tomb, its treasures were carefully cataloged, removed, and included in a famous traveling exhibition called The Treasures of Tutankhamun. No curse at all. It was just uh, a joke. It was uh, a prank. The ultimate prank Can King can, Tut. Can you imagine being an explorer spending, I don't know how long, I'm imagining quite a while of your life looking for things and and then finding this treasure trove. Yeah, and apparently the they talked about this on The World and Everything in it yesterday. Shout out to another great family-friendly podcast. Um, and they said that this expedition had almost come to an end. And the the benefactor of the of the expedition was like, All right, we're done. Wrap it up, buddy. And one of their like water boys on the expedition just happened to stumble upon 
what looked like some stairs that led down to this area. And lo and behold, they found it. Wow. How cool is that? I know. Oh, man. I know. So, you know, kids, whether you're the one exploring, whether you're the one carrying the water, whether you're the one funding it, just do your best at what you do. And you don't, who knows what you'll stumble upon? You could be the one that finds a secret tomb with a mummy in it and solid gold caskets. Hubcats. <laughs> well, this next segment is called the question of the day. And if you're new to our podcast, we're going to ask a question, encourage you to take a break and discuss this question with those around you. So we'll give you about 10 seconds. You'll hear the background music play. But if you need more time, feel free to pause the show and come right back. All right, here we go. If you were an explorer opening a secret room in a pyramid, what is something you'd love to find? And we'll be right back with our discussion answers. Welcome back to another great day. We're going to discuss the question now. If you were an explorer opening a secret room in a pyramid, what's something you'd love to find? Uh, Chris, I am curious. What's something you'd love to find? So I have two answers. I have a serious answer and a silly answer. I love them. I want to hear the serious one first and the right. silly one second. A serious answer, I w- if I was an explorer opening something in a pyramid, I would love to find some type of written document in the original language about what's in the room. Oh, like if, it was, if it was King Tut, I would love to find something that explained this is King Tut or this was their life. This is what a story about them. That'd be really fun. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Like an inventory almost. Yes. But a personalized inventory. Well, with some, with best some case scenario, it's like a diary or something, like, you know, Ooh, part of their life be. or something. But um, I don't know. The silly thing I'd like to find would be this is uh, if there's no repercussions from international agreements for national treasures or whatever. <laughs> okay. If, if they. <laughs> so the older cheese is, the better it is, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. What if there was ancient cheese and it was like <laughs> super yummy? <laughs> it was like wheels of cheese in the corner of this room. I'm sure at some point it all dehydrates and goes bad, but in a fantastical, silly s- scenario, there's this awesome old cheese. I think that's great. Um, okay. Well, then I'm going to follow your lead. Uh, my serious thing is I'd love to find uh, like a door inside the third coffin that leads down a tunnel to yet another cavern that's oh, filled no. with gold <laughs> just for fun. I'm like, that would just be cool to see that, like a trap door, the ultimate prank. And then as far as a silly thing goes, I think it'd be funny to open it up and there was a pizza inside. Pizza. (laughs) No, no. I think it'd be funny to open it up and have a sign in there that's a reference to the Mario video game. Your princess is not here. She's in another castle. (laughs) (laughs) And there are pyramids in the games. Some of the games. Yes, there are. Yes, there are indeed. All right. Well, we hope you guys had as much fun with that question as we did. We'll be right back. Um, Oh, actually, before we leave, I I apologize, listening audience. Um, I need to talk to Chris about something. Hey, Chris. Hello, AP. Hi. Uh, hey, do you want to go grab some food? Sure. Where do you want to go? Let's go to Dad Jokes. That's right, folks. We're going to go to Dad Jokes and grab a Dad Joke burger. Here we go. 
<laughs> All right. What did the zero say to the eight? That belt looks good on you. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. There it is. All right, this is another great day. I'm Chris, and this is my co-host, Aaron. Nope, I said that wrong. I'm Aaron, and that's my co-host, Chris. Are you Ron Burgundy? (laughs) I am Ron Burgundy. Yes, well, either way, no matter who I am and no matter who you are, we're both glad you're here. That's right. I am of sound mind. (laughs) So uh, we're going to take you through a little word of wisdom here. And uh, uh, yeah, Chris, why don't you take it away? All right, today's word of wisdom comes to us from Proverbs 18.8. The word of a whisperer or gossip, sorry, the words of a whisperer or a gossip are like dainty morsels, like sweet treats to be greedily eaten. They go down into the innermost chambers of the body to be remembered and mused upon. Thank you, Chris. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, so let me ask you this, kids and Chris, do you like eating candy or cookies or other sweets? I enjoy chocolate and cookies and some sweets. Mm. I enjoy those Andes mints. Oh, I think those are really good as far as candy. I'm not a big candy guy, but I do love Andy's Someday. mints. Someday. Aaron, you should probably just buy your own mints and don't take it from Andy. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. I owe you a lot of mints. <laughs> so does Luby's. They have all your other mints. Well, just like candy and cookies and sweets, they're delicious. You know, I also like Reese's Pieces. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, anyways, this proverb is saying that listening to rumors or gossip is like eating a little piece of candy. Very easy to consume. So be careful who you listen to. It's important. Don't Mm. just listen to every single person and don't take everything everybody says at face value. You've got to think about it. Use your brain that the Lord gave you. Use your heart. And you can always use the word of God, which he's revealed himself in. Good stuff, Chris. Let's hit the music and get going. We'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast and we appreciate you sharing it on social media and with all your friends at the country club we hope you make it another great day we'll see you tomorrow good luck on the links No, I have a story. Um, it's not a story per se. It's just a scene, a detail. In my home, my family's hometown of Cisco, Texas, is where all of my grandparents grew up and my parents both grew up. There is a lake in Cisco, and there was a dam at the end of it, and it was a huge concrete one. Cool. And it had a bridge. You could drive across it. It was the main thoroughfare from one town to the next to drive across the stam at the end of the lake. Wow. And below it, it um, was the world's largest concrete pool, the world's, (gasps) for I don't know how many years, like 50 years or something. In Cisco, Texas. In Cisco, Texas. People would come there because it kind of had a resort-ish vibe. And Cisco's nowhere any it's not near any it's two hours west of dallas fort worth 
by a car and there's no other way to get there. Uh, and anyway, as my grandparents live on a road about a mile away and we would walk down the road and walk across the dam. Wow. Just every time we visited them, like we would just go as part of the day, we would go and look at this cool and look down off the, the cliff side. It was quite scary. And then at the lake side and, Oh, man. So since it was a concrete pool, was the water pretty clear or was it kind of lake water-ish? So the concrete pool, I don't know when it stopped being used, like the 70s, 80s, 90s, 80s, I don't know. And it was just a pond by the time I mm. saw it. Got it. Um, Got it. So and, it wasn't clear or anything like that. Yeah. My dad always had these memories. It was really great. Man, we, uh, it's so much fun you, walking it. This this is a really neat area that you've described to us before. You know, off off the uh, podcast, we've talked about you know the hidden treasure in the in the abandoned mansion. We've talked about the suspension bridge, the largest suspension bridge ever that you can drive across, which is near your area. And then now this, the largest uh, the largest dam. This is a magical place. You grew up in a pretty rad area. Most people only have like a Brahms and a Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, my dad would have you think it's really cool. As a kid, I thought it was just, you know, where we were because that's what kids think. But I'm, I was going to say, I bet if you grew up living in uh, the Empire State Building, you know, like that movie Dunstan Checks In where he lives in the hotel and the, he has a monkey pet <laughs> that he's trying to hide. I'm sure that guy thought it was boring too. <laughs> The end.